Compared to Americans, how much do the French put aside for retirement? The generation of the baby boom, as we said, started saving for retirement very late in their life cycle. This is not the case for the young. They know that they will have to do something to prepare for their retirement, and they start earlier. How popular is crowdfunding using euros? It's very popular. We have around more than two million people who have already funded companies, associations, or cultural projects on a crowdfunding platform. If you're a polyglot speaking three languages, how do you put that to work to get a job? If I do my internship in France, it's mandatory to be paid. But overseas, it depends on the legislation of the country. This is the Language of Business, a weekly podcast designed to inform and inspire entrepreneurs and anyone thinking about a startup. Learn about strategies that work and strategies that don't work. I'm executive producer Don Kelly. Our host is Greg Stoller, Harvard MBA and senior lecturer at Boston University Questrom School of Business. On this episode, the language of business travels to the University of Angers to look at the economy, the job market, and retirement in France. Here's Greg Stoller. Thanks, Don. How much is enough money to save for retirement? And is that amount going to be the same between the U.S. and Europe? We're on location here in Angers, France with Bruno Sejournet, who's the director of SAMAP. Welcome to the Language of Business. Hi, Greg. You've spent over 20 years researching household savings. Is the household savings rate in France high or low? Yes, it's a high rate, and it's been a high rate since more than 25 years now, around 15%, which is quite a high level when compared to the other European countries, and of course when compared to the US. This high saving rate gave rise to uh, the global wealth of households. Today, we can say that households wealth is something like twice the GDP. GDP, or in other words, we can say it represents nine years of income of households, which is a high level. And is the household savings rate so high because of the pension system in France? Not really. It's always been high for different reasons, but mainly when we look at the different data, we can say that there are two main reasons. The first one is precautionary saving. Okay, people are still afraid about the short-term future, what right. can happen to them, and also because they plan to uh, invest in the long run for uh, real estate. And in third position, we have the problem of retirement, which is quite new in France because, as you know, we have a public system of pay-as-you-go retirement. And what is the current retirement age in France? I know that it's changed. It's been increasing a little bit during the last years because of the different reforms that we had since 1993. So now it's around 60 years. Why do you think that most people invest in real estate as opposed to the stock market? This is a complicated question, but in France we've always had this preference for real estate. A long time ago in the 70s that was because of the high inflation rate and real estate was supposed to be a good protection against inflation. And then this is also because real estate is supposed to uh, create jobs and then there was always a support by public authorities in favor of investment in housing. So people are, have always been very aware of what can happen in that direction. And when you say people are investing in real estate, is it for their own homes or is it for real estate for investment? Mainly for their own homes, but if you look at people at the highest level of wealth, of course they also invest in real estate for different purposes and many purposes in fact. If college is comparatively free in France and throughout the EU, why are people so worried about money? 
I think we don't trust in France, we don't trust in the future just like you do in the US. That's a spirit, a kind of spirit difference. But in fact, I think that we all know that we've been living under a high protection by the state and this is changing a little bit. So people do not know what's gonna happen. The first reason for that is just because we have a high unemployment rate and this, as I said before, can be linked with the precautionary saving motive. And then because we know that we're gonna have to change our habits concerning retirement and people start saving now for retirement or so. Do you think the younger generation is going to save more or less than our generation? Well what we can say is that they start saving earlier for retirement, okay? The generation of the baby boom, as we said, started saving for retirement very late in their life cycle. This is not the case for the young. They know that they will have to do something to prepare uh, for their retirement and they start earlier but they for this they need to be to have a good job and they need to start in their life and this is quite difficult for young people do you personally think right now you have enough money for retirement as a civil servant <laughs> i can think that i have a good chance for that but most of the reforms in france have been focused on moving the parameters of our system to make it sure and to make it safe so people know that years after years some of them know that they will have difficulties but that's not the case for everybody for example that's not the case for civil servants most of the time bruno thank you thank you very much greg bruno chagenet the director of essay map here in angers france coming up a look at the job market for a new graduate in france but first how does crowdfunding work in france compared to the u.s as the language of business visit to angers continues once again, Greg Stoller. Is crowdfunding the same in Europe as it is in the United States? We're on location here in Angers, France, about three hours outside of Paris and in the heart of the Loire Valley. Catherine Krapsky is an expert in crowdfunding and welcome to the Language of Business. Thank you for the invitation. How popular is crowdfunding in France? It's very popular. We have around more than two million people who have already funded companies, association, or cultural project on a crowdfunding platform. Does crowdfunding use the internet as much in France as it is in the United States? Yes, crowdfunding is only on internet. So the principle is very simple. Platform puts some projects on internet with a description of the project and everybody can have a look at the project and then they can decide to give some money to fund this project. So we have different models, of course, and some models are much more complicated than what I've just said, but the principle is very simple. What is the average amount of euros that is funded for crowdfunding? It depends on the model. So if it's only donation, the average amount is around 20 euros. But if you speak about crowd investing, so equity crowdfunding, on this platform you fund a startup, the average amount is around 4,000 euros per person. And which do you think has a higher probability for success? Huh. So we have crowd equity, crowd lending, and reward-based. In France now, the biggest model is crowd lending, but crowd equity is increasing very fast, and it is due to our legal system. And does crowd lending indicate that the money will be paid back over time? Yes, the money is 
paid back but at the moment we have no problem with crowd lending but as far as we have more and more platforms i guess we might have some problems with some bankrupts and why do you think that crowd equity funding has become so popular why because we have much more entrepreneurs now in france and i would say in europe so when you create your company you need money and so as far as we have more and more startups, we are more and more innovative, uh, we need money. And the other reason is that we have implemented a special legal system for crowd lending and crowd equity, which is a very flexible legal system. This is why it's so popular. We have a regulation, of course. We have the financial authority, which looks after all this. But it's very simple to invest on this platform. It's easy to put a project on this platform. For people, it's easy to invest. And now we have more and more professional business angels, venture capitalists. We are working with this platform so we can fund more and more startups with crowd equity. And are these laws only for France or for the entire European Union? No. We don't have a European legal system for crowd lending and crowd equity. We don't. Each country has its own legal system. In France, it is the most flexible for all Europe. Some other countries have a special legal system, Spain, Italy, Germany. But perhaps the European Union will decide to harmonize all the systems. So we will see if they do it. At the moment, it doesn't exist. Which country in Europe has the most crowdfunding investing so far? UK. And after, in continental Europe, it's France and Germany. We are close. Catherine, thank you. Thank you. Catherine Kropsky, an expert in crowdfunding on location here in France. Still to come, what's the job market like for a fresh graduate when the language of business visit to Angers, France continues? Our sponsor is Art Lifting. If you have a small business, or even if you run a Fortune 500 company, you can uplift the look of your office with Art Lifting. Art Lifting has over 1,300 artworks in a variety of styles and prices. You can buy them or rent them and switch them up on a rotation every month or so. But wait, there's more. All of the Art Lifting art is by artists who are homeless or dealing with disabilities. So you not only brighten and uplift your office, you're helping local communities across the USA. To learn more and view the collection, go to artlifting.com. Once again, here's Greg Stoller. Thanks, Don. You finish your master's program in France. What happens next? We're on location in Angers, three hours outside of Paris, with Louis Matarguet, and welcome to the Language of Business. Thank you. You are currently in a master's program in financial controls. Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do after you graduate? After I graduate, for the moment, I don't know yet. But I have this idea to work as a compliance officer in a bank. I know they are looking for experts because of the evolution of the legislation. So for the moment, it's my principal idea. And why did you choose the University of Angers? I chose this university because I've stopped my studies and I worked as a temporary worker for two years. And after that, I had to choose a master program and I discovered this uh, program on the internet and it looked really good and after that I passed the interview here and it worked well so that's why I chose the, this program. And when will you be graduating? At the end of the academic year so it means in 
next September. And how long does it usually take to get a job in France? In France, to tell you the truth, I don't know. Yeah. For the moment, I'm still a student. But I think normally it takes between, I don't know if you are lucky, between two months or six months. And if you find a good internship and you are doing well in your company, maybe you can have the chance to stay there and to work for them. Maybe it can take uh, less than three months. So will you be doing an internship while you're still a student? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to do my internship in next April. I will start in April. And will you be paid or unpaid? It depends. If I do my internship in France, if you do more than three months, it's mandatory to be paid. But overseas, uh, it depends on the legislation of the country. What do you think is the average amount of time you will stay in your first job? I don't know yet, but uh, I hope to find a company when I'm feeling good and to stay and I imagine not to do my entire career, but uh, at least to have some experiences before get a new job. So for the moment, I cannot tell. And how far is your home from the University of Angers? My hometown is not, it's just one hour from here. And do you care whether you get a job near Nantes or Angers or perhaps on the other side of France? Tell you the truth, I don't care because I just want to have a job and if it's in Nantes, it will be perfect, but I know the reality, so I think I will have to go maybe not overseas, but at least in Paris to find a job that I like. How important are connections in France when looking for a job? Are you talking about network? Yes. Yeah, I think it's the most important things. And are you a fan of LinkedIn, Facebook or Twitter or are there other more Francophile type networks that you use? <laughs> I have to tell you that I'm not uh, the social network guy, but uh, to find a job, I think you must be on social network and try to give a good image and try to be recruited through this social network. And you speak French, English, and Spanish. Yeah, I'm trying to speak English. I don't know if I speak English. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing terrifically well. Do you ever perhaps want to work in Spain? In Spain, I don't know, because I know that there are not a lot of jobs for Spanish people. Yeah, the economy is very, is very so, uh, challenging so, right yeah, now. Yeah. But so, if there were, would you want to work in Spain or in another Spanish-speaking country? I would like to go in South America at the beginning for discover the continent. After that, try to get a job there. Why not? What do you think is going to be more important for you with your first job? The title, the salary, or something else? Uh, definitely the salary. I think it's the most important things for me. Louis Matar, thank you. Thank you, Greg. Louis Matar Gay, a master's student at the University of Angers. Thanks, Greg. We publish a new episode of The Language of Business every Tuesday. We're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and TuneIn and Google Play and Stitcher or just say, Alexa, play The Language of Business. Searching for latest episode of The Language of Business. Here it is from my cast. We now have downloads in 27 countries and 28 states. Welcome to Tennessee. We appreciate the support. Our director is Mark Mandel. Social media by Jennifer Powell of ExcellentWriters.com. Consulting producer is Helen Tierney of Happy Accident Productions. Audio editing and voiceover by yours truly. Special thanks to Mike Carruthers of SomethingYouShouldKnow.net. For Greg Stoller and the entire team, I'm executive producer Don Kelly. Thanks for listening to The Language of Business.